it's been a rough evening with technical difficulties. Yep. But we are going to persevere. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gene Pool Variety Hour. This is episode 79. I am the old guy of the group. I am Sean. I am Dad. And um, the guy on the, well, <laughs> I would say the guy on the other screen is, but the guy on the other mic is... Hey guys, I am Connor. I am Nerd. I am Son. So, so, so... Here's what we've been dealing with for the last half hour. We were supposed to we do our podcast live usually on Twitch, and for some reason OBS decided to poop being the a bitch. It oh, language family family podcast. It decided oh, to poop the bed. That's a soft. That's a, that's it a soft swear now. It decided to poop the bed. Pulling never heard. Audio changes. Audio things changed in OBS, and then I thought I fixed them. But then on the stream, I was heard, Connor was echoing. And so Bad. we couldn't figure it out. I am not that tech savvy. I've got to hit up my buddies again and let them help me with that and fix that. Um, yeah, so we are audio only this week. Just straight up podcast. No podcast stream. No twitch no nothing and i don't know when that's going to happen again until i can get it fixed because i don't know why it's doing that hmm. anyway so that's us that's where we're at um welcome to episode 79 like i said we're going to hang out and talk about our movie this week we're going to we got us a geek question roll for the next movie and get out of here today it's probably going to be a shorter episode this week so um yeah. hang in there so, um, as far as anything going on with me that's interesting to me right now, um, new episode of Destiny 2 starts tomorrow, uh, season of Redacted, we don't know what it's called yet, I'm sure there's some leaks, but I haven't been looking, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to go on and what's going to happen with that, uh, it's going with Arc 3.0, I'm all ready for that, got my bounties all stored up, and, um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to do, um, so anyway, uh, anything interesting going on with you? I've gotten back in, into Wonderlands recently. Oh yeah, I, I um, thought I saw you play it the other day. Yeah, um, um, they um they recently put out a um a new class you could play. Oh yeah, the Blight Caller. It's um it, it it's all about poisons and and voodoo stuff. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's and, so so is it kind of kind of like the Witch Doctor in, in Diablo? Um, Except with all the pets, um, kinda minus all the summons, and um, and and more focused on, on on the poisoning and leeching, and um, and, and then also it focuses heavily on on the status effects. Um, right. Um, it, it basically it basically boosts all all the damage done by by all the elemental damages in the game. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, one of these days I'll play. Wonderlands, you know, but I guess you I'm just better waiting. play because it's got some fun mini missions. I, you know, I really do want to play it. I just don't want to spend the money on it, so I'm gonna wait until it's cheap. I'll get the Game of the Year edition or something when it comes out That's next year or something. That'll be a year, at least a year from now. Whatever, buddy. I'm kind of busy with other stuff, so um, busy so with Destiny. Because I don't have a lot of time to play, so that's the one that I know is going to feed me. So that's one I spend a lot of time with, you know. Um, I've tried playing something. But if you're you know, playing with me, it can feed you just the same. Well, I mean, we could possibly, if I can find it cheap, we could possibly do that on Saturday mornings with our Saturday morning stream, if we can get our audio I, fixed. I don't know what changed. I will literally use some of my Dragon Con money to pay for the game if you need me to. No, Connor, stop. I'm just moving on, man. Let's this this. No, I, 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 it's not. It's not a money. It's not that I can't afford it. Issue. It's that I don't want to spend the money on it right now. Issue. It's that's it's more. We it. didn't like Borderlands three, and we could have played yeah, that. You yeah. don't play Borderlands two anymore. You don't. You never played pre sequel. I did. I didn't. I think I actually. I think I may have finished it with one character. Maybe. You never finished it. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Um. 
I like the, I like the series, um, and I like I, I like the gameplay of Borderlands Three. I just didn't like the graphic style. They changed it just a bit. They tweaked it in a way that I didn't like. Made it more cartoony um, than just cell shaded, or kind of cell shaded ish. But anyway, um, but yeah. So nothing You're else. A, you are a gaming snob. Kinda, yeah. I am kind of I mean, picky. Just... I am kind of picky, but. And, um, and, it is what it um, is. And and the one game you you chose to obsess over, I had to have an intervention for you with one, remember? Mm-hmm. I literally had to sit you down and tell you you're playing too much Destiny. Because, um, because, uh, because I would wake up at freaking 5 in the morning for school and see you down there yeah. already playing Destiny or, or have been playing Destiny all night. Well, you know, part of that was because I was... Upkeep. Well, and and with Destiny One, part of it was because I was trying to keep up with other people in order to raid with them, which I never really got to do. I don't care about raids anymore. So, you know, I do dungeons with with Mitch and Brandon on Friday night sometimes, or we'll just run some strikes. I just like playing it and getting new weapons and and building up the character. Um, but I don't raid. Um, I don't. There's too much coordination. I don't have the time for the raid for the coordinating and all that. Um, it's well, just super that's, frustrating. So. That's what I don't get get about Destiny. Yeah. Um, it, it has an extremely finite amount of loot you can get. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, um, if, if so, people say it's it's awesome for all the loot, but I'm like, it um okay. Des um Destiny, it's it it it's like opening up a nice a nice. $1,400 stimulus check. You know, it's got some heft to it. It's good. Borderlands is, is like opening up a full-on treasure chest full of um, full of doubloons. There is so much there. Yeah. Well, just, is it, here, here's, I, I, here's the thing. Um, you're right. I mean, Borderlands has virtually unlimited weapons and stuff. I get that. Um, and the there there is, a speci- there is a specific loot pool in destiny but there's different each but these weapons can have different features and so you're always looking to try to get the god roll the best roll possible you know um and i just i just but, um, like but, that um, but game that's the thing um, but um, but then that's the thing you're you're then also able to 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 expand materials to re-roll the stats to get the god roll and and that becomes a whole grind in and of itself yeah am i wrong um, it's just that's why I never truly got got into Destiny's one or two. Yeah, too much of a grind. Um, um, I, I couldn't find anyone who who just wanted to play the game, and and instead everybody tried to get to try to drag me into raids and incredibly difficult strikes, and I kept on dying and weighing everybody down. Right, right. So, so I I couldn't find anybody who wanted to play just casually. That's what I, that's what I love about Borderlands. It's that yeah. you can you can play it by yourself or just casually with a whole bunch of other goons. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I get that. And, and, and you used to be one of those goons. We used to play together when Borderlands 2, remember? I know, I know. I, I may, Maybe I'll get back into Borderlands 3 with you or something until I get Wonderlands. I, mean, we'll I, I mean, I mained Krieg, you mained Gage, Chaos and Machine. It was perfect. <laughs> anyway, um... So get back on the meat tricycle with me, Dad. So anyway, so look, and since since we've had a frustrating evening, we're just gonna dive right into our stuff and just kind of just hit our things really quickly and, and and get through this tonight, so we can keep their episodes up. Hey, Dad, um, we'll have yes, this? yes. Go ahead. We're gonna hit it and quit it. We're going to hit it and quit it. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, hopefully I'll have my OBS stuff fixed by next monday so that we can have one more episode right before dragon con um or like a live stream but anyway so we're going to see what we can do uh it's been super frustrating this evening um and it may be audio yes it may be audio Um, only next week too me maybe we could go live on the road trip to dragon con um I'm, i'm able to go live oh i can too but the audio would sound horrid from so? your cell, from your cell phone in the car? No. So who gives no. a crap? No, no, no. I'm an audio snob. No, that's another, that's why I'm so frustrated. I'm with not. This stuff. I'll just go live for you. 
So anyway, um, so how about hey, hold on, Dad, real quick? Yes, yes. Last I checked, I thought you needed at least a thousand followers to 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 go live. Did they change that? To go live on what? You mean TikTok? Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about TikTok. I can go live on on the Twitch app. I can oh, stream okay. on Twitch. Okay, well, well then, come on, let's do that. Anyway, moving on. So let's let's talk. Let's you want to do our geek question? Let's just dive into our geek question. Yep. That's what we, that's what we always do first, right? Yep. Okay. Eighty episodes in, and you still question me about that. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. It's just kind of my shtick, I think. In the spirit of streamlining, I'm not going to do it today. So, um, what's the question this week, dude? What's our question this week? If you could go back in time to the conception of one of your favorite fandoms, what would you change overall in it and why? Okay. So, um, I'm, so, I'm not, I'm not so sure like, that... So, like, for example, if you want to... Um, if you wanted to say go back in time and and change and change um so Star Trek Next Generation, then um by 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 instead making Worf the very last Klingon, um um have him be one of the last and and they're in this special kind of thing to kind of lessen the tension of his species, you know, or just so something random like that. What? Where is Worf the very last? Klingon coming from. He wasn't the very last I've, Klingon. I I I thought Worf um okay um okay. Worf no. with the Picard thing, I thought he was one of the last or or no. his, his species was endangered or something. No. No. There were Klingons everywhere. <laughs> so the he Picard? had a, I'm not talking about Picard the the TV show Picard. I don't watch Picard because I don't no, I'm um, I meant Captain Picard in that generation. I could have swore mm -mm. I saw episodes talking about about him being one of the last. Um, I specifically remember an episode with Q suddenly bringing about a Klingon female, saying you can finally bring you finally bring your species back. No, I think I think you're I think you're uh, getting him a little mixed up with with your Rex and stuff, your Krogans or whatever from from Mass Effect. No, okay, first off, the Krogans weren't extinct anyway. I know, but but um, I mean, there wasn't Q brought back a female Klingon. There was just a female Klingon that he hooked up with. He had a kid on the show. He had a kid. So no, I don't know where you're coming. Come, I don't know where you're remembering this. Worf was the last I, Klingon I, thing. I barely watched Next Generation anyway. Right, right. So, but but I see your point. You know, if you wanted to go back and change your fandom, how would you do it and why? Okay, I get it. Exactly. So, go ahead. So, what's your what's your answer to this? Okay. Um. I had a few answers. Um, and to be honest, it it was hard to choose just one, but I think I got it. Okay, go. Naruto. Naruto. Okay. So the premise in the premise in 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 Naruto is um is the, the main character Naruto. He um he was a, an outcast from as long as we from as long as he's been alive because because he had this um this tailed beast this basically demon sealed inside of him and that made him kind of like um the ninja antichrist so to say. You uh huh. Know? And um and so everybody in, um so everybody in the village kind of saw him as a pariah as a monster and, and and so because of that he never had friends growing up he was always um uh, there, there's an iconic scene of him sitting on a swing alone outside the schoolhouse and all the kids running off to their parents and he just sitting there alone because his parents died sealing the thing inside him to protect the village. Okay. Now. There's never been actual any true mentioning of how Naruto was raised, you know, because um, um because his parents died, and all we, and all we've ever seen is him basically having his own studio studio apartment, but we've never seen anybody there actually raising him. There's um um it's been kind of mentioned that um that um that the 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 Hokage, so the sort of mayor of the town. Like looked in on him, but nobody ever actually truly raised him. Uh -huh. And um, and and we find out later, um, his clan, the Uzumaki clan, 
Um, there actually is still a whole bunch of them alive just in another land. You would think the Hokage would have reached out to his relatives and had someone come and freaking foster him in um, in the village, right? I guess. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if, um, even even if it was some kind of abusive thing, just to just give him some backstory as to why he wanted to be the Hokage and be a better ninja, just give us some more information as to why he was basically completely alone from basically toddler stage until he was a teenager, you know? Yeah. Okay. It's it's something that was never truly answered. And I want that answered. You know, I would have wanted that answered. Right. Okay. Well, so what's another one for you? You got, um, let's see. Oh, in mass effect, I, um, uh, I would have granted did um a some kind of romantic option to fully be between all three games that wasn't exclusively Liara. Because Liara was the only one you could have romanced in all three games, and that was only and that one was, was only possible because of the Shadow Broker DLC in two. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um and um and there are a whole whole bunch of other um romance option characters that could have been very good, you know? Um, uh, I mean, I would have made it. Oh, I, I would have made it able that you could have romanced Tali in um in game one. I would have made it so so that Ash or Caden didn't freaking hate your guts in two, and you still could have had something there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, but um, but still, there is only one character to, to have a full on monogamous relationship through all three games, and it's Liara, the most boring alien choice. Yeah, I mean, I I, 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 I get... love Liara, but she is bland as freaking vanilla. So I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, you know, I don't really have an answer to that question in terms of a specific fandom, specific thing that I would want to change. I need to think some more about that. So let me think about that some more. Uh, if you have more answers, I'll continue to think. But I have some I have some general ideas about the whole idea of fandom itself. That's more my issue. So what what you got? You got anything else? Was 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 that it? Was your only two? Um, I I do have one more. I just need to go back through my through my ADHD brain to try and remember. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, my I guess. Ooh, Borderlands. Okay, what about Borderlands? With the conception of Borderlands three. I um I I wouldn't have retconned the idea of doing DLC class um classes and characters, mm-hmm. and, um and and I still would have given given the that option to the player because honestly, I thought it was heavily hinted at at one point that that Tiny Tina would become a a DLC class character. I mean I mean think about it. How badass would it be to play as Tiny Tina as a vault hunter? Because that's what she's been training to be for all this time. Remember? No, now, now that that one I can get on board with because I've always thought that she would have been a great, um, she would have been a great like explosive class, you know, character. You know, I um I still think her her action skill would be her literally riding a rocket towards a target. That um and uh, um and then everything behind her gets burned in um in the exhaust of of the rocket, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and the action skill would be called mushy snuggle bites. <laughs> do you um do you remember that? No, remind me. Um, um, mushy snuggle bites and Felicia sexapants. Okay. The um. Um, um, of the two rabbit rockets she used to 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 blow up the train that Wilhelm was on. Oh, right, two. right, 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 right. Yep, yep, yep. Take them, yep. take them, take them, take them, take them. Yep, yep. Ah, burn all the babies. Yeah, that scene. Remember. remember? Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, that that would have been cool to have her in there. You know, I I guess when you were um. When you were talking about changing fandom, you know, I was thinking more about kind of generic, generally speaking, with fandom and stuff because, um, you know, my issue is 
that fandom has just gotten so toxic, you know? Um, very, very gatekeeping. I get that. Yeah. I mean, whether it's DC or Marvel or Star Wars or Star Trek or anime or in an- general, whatever it might be. It's, you know, I mean, golly, all of these, all of this hatred that's come out um, about like Miss Marvel because people didn't want a Pakistani Muslim superhero for whatever reason. When, um, oh, by the way, um, that was her character. Um, and, and then people that got so, and then, and, and then the flip side of it, the flip side of it, of people were so stinking angry because. They appropriated culture by making Danny Rand a white dude in Iron Fist. Um, by the way, he was a white dude in the comic, so it's the source material, right? So I just mm-hmm. don't, I, I don't like the toxic nature of fandom. Um, I've seen it recently with um, this new um, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power series that's about to come on. Um, on Amazon in September, which I'm really looking forward to. I've seen a lot of a lot of anger and toxicity that it has nothing to do that, that Tolkien didn't write it, that it has nothing to do with, with Tolkien or any of his writings. And and you know I get what they're I, I kind of get what they're saying, but then again I don't. Like I'll give you an example. If you have a source material and you're a fan and you love that source material and they take such artistic license with the source material that it's so far away from what what it was, you know, then I can get that. Case in point, the Hobbit movies. Okay? Another case in point, Aragon and Percy Jackson. Okay, now see now I don't know those because I didn't read those books. So that's the, I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you. But but like but, with Can I finish mine? Can I finish my I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to make a point here. You're right, um, sorry. So you know, with Hobbit, you had source material. You had Tolkien's source material right there, and then they took they took such creative license with that across those three movies. Took the shortest of all those books and made it into three movies. Whereas Lord of the Rings trilogy was three books, three movies, and was very faithful to the to the source material in that series. You know, the only thing that I can remember of significance that wasn't in there was Tom Bombadil and then all the different endings when everybody went their own direction at the end. That took half of the <laughs> end of the last book. But I mean, they created characters in the Hobbit movies that weren't in the book. They created a a, a, a elf dwarf love triangle that didn't exist in the book. They just created so much. And so I can get it when people are doing that, right? Because um, I reacted that way. But but then to, to say, okay, we're going to write something that's in that universe, and then fans, you know, the, these fan trolls come out saying, you know, getting all mad that th- this person didn't write and this kind of stuff. Great. Okay, fine. Um, so what I would... What I would like to change about fandom is just, oh, by the way, relax. Enjoy yourself. Watch the stuff and enjoy it. Like, I saw a great quote the other day, and I spent half an hour finding it earlier, um, from Leonard Nimoy. Spock, okay? I thought it was a great quote. He said, you know, all these people talk about it's not canon, it's not canon, it's not canon, and all that kind of stuff. He said... Canon is only important to certain people because they have to cling to their knowledge of the minutiae. Open your mind. Be a Star Trek fan and open your mind and say, where does Star Trek want to take me now? So be faithful to the source material, but then when people want to expand the universe, like the recent Star Wars expansion of the storylines, you know, with the Disney shows and stuff, great. Enjoy it. You know, don't don't pick it apart and hate on people because they're trying to add to the to the the universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the the Star Wars universe, DC Cinematic kind of, Universe, all those kind of things. Just enjoy it. Now, if you start taking characters and you start altering the source material to make more money or to make them more sexy to get make more money, I don't know, whatever. Then I get it. 
But if you're like, hey, okay. we're taking this. I this have an example of that. Okay, so go. I mean, th so th so that's how I would want to change fandom in general across all fandom. It's like just enjoy it, you know. Of Stick true to the, the source material, but when they d decide to expand it, just let them do it and let's see where it goes. If it's not good, then fine. But give it a chance. So. So, so the biggest example of of not staying faithful to the source material I could think of. Yeah. Is the Percy Jackson series of the right. two movies uh, that were done done years ago? Mm -hmm. Um. So, so in the very first movie, they changed one of the most critical characters in the movie, um, Grover Underwood, a satyr who in the book is described as a goofy, nervous, red-headed, freckled kid, but in the movie. Mm -hmm. He 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 was he was still a satyr, mm -hmm. but but he was he was black for one, mm -hmm. and he was as smooth as freaking butter, hmm. just like the complete opposite of what he was meant to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's um um so so in that they didn't say faithful, right? Um, and then it's still in the first book. The entire thing was about was about Percy Jackson trying to find who stole Zeus's lightning bolt. That's what the first book is called, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Right, right. And they still do that in the movie, but they make the whole thing more about freaking him going to the underworld to save his mom who was being held hostage by Hades. So the entire movie, instead of instead of actually investigating who stole the lightning bolt, they're finding these things called Persephone's pearls, which are basically mm -hmm. get out of get out of jail free cards for the underworld. And only by happenstance and by luck do they find the actual lightning thief. They changed the entire premise of the movie. Yeah. I I, I mean yeah. I mean and, and I, so I mean it, and, and, it would and have that... been like if I mean, it would have been like if, in the final moments of of Lord of the Rings, um, um, Frodo just gave Smeagol of the ring back and then just let him run away. Right. Completely changing the the outcome of the movie. No, right, right. I mean, I'm I, I'm right on I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm completely on board with you. If it's if it's a source material that you love that that's beloved to you. And they do something so outlandish to the storyline and to the source material. I get being up in arms about that. I, I completely do. Um, you know, it's 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 when they just want to expand the universe. You know, I mean, there was no Baby Yoda in the original Star Wars canon. You know, so what? You know, um, there was no. Um, What's his name? Star Killer from that started with the Jedi video games, I think, and they're they're kind of bringing him, you know. Force I mean, unleashed. so uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're just let I it really go, and and you know, they bring and, Sam Witwer back, and now and now that you have so much storytelling in video games too, let them expand the universe a little bit. That's fine by me. A now, great great example of that. Is um um is actually not a franchise you and I have played a lot, but I'm marrying someone who's played them religiously. Is Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts has this amazing ability to tell stories throughout their games. I mean, um I'm uh, um I mean the only core games that follow the main character of Sora, yeah, are, is one, two, and the most recent one, three. But 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 there's like at least two other games between each one that give backstory mm -hmm. to everything happening around it. Right. And each one is just as good as the last from yeah. what I hear. I've never actually played them. Gotcha. I tried one time, but, but, but PlayStation games do not translate easily to Xbox. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I've, 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 and I tried. I got all the way to freaking Twilight Town. I, I went far into the game, but I, I, I could not get into it. <laughs> so um, it's it's kind of like how I couldn't get into Halo because um uh, because if um if I'm gonna start a game franchise, I have to start from the beginning, or else, or else it's, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna lose parts of the story, you know? Right, right, right. It's um it um it it would be like starting um it would be like starting reading um the Harry Potter series and starting with book three instead of book one. You know? Right, right. Yeah. And and Halo One just is not good. The game mechanics, the firing mechanics, the aiming stuff, I just and there's no true directional thing to help you follow the storyline. There's no marker to help you progress. It's almost, it's almost um, you, you got to pause the game and open the map and then redirect yourself and keep on doing that. Just make sure you're going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and know, I just I'm... could not get past that. But but I had to somehow, but but I have to somehow get past that to get into the next game, which I'm sure is a lot better. But I cannot do that. It's like a tick in my head. Right. Yeah, I, you know, and so I, I, I guess I don't really have a specific, a specific fandom thing that I would want to change. Um. Is there anything you would want to change about Moon Knight or Daredevil or no. Deadpool? No, I'll, I think they're fine. I think they're fine the way they are. Um, I guess, I guess I wish Felicity Smoke had stayed on Arrow for for the whole show, and and they because I would you know I I, I like I like the whole. She was cute. I like their I like their miss because she was his balance. She kept him balanced. And I like that, and I didn't like it that she left in the last season, and they kind of lost interest. Um, I, I, I would probably weird probably change that. that. Cisco left Flash. Yeah, man, you know. Um, okay, Flash I wish... was good. Oh, you did not give it a proper chance. I did. I gave it like three seasons, and I just, I just, it just didn't grab me. Um, I, I would say I didn't like the way Battlestar Galactica, BSG, the way it ended. It ended kind of weird. I would like to change that and have a more satisfying ending. The, the original other, or the reboot? The reboot. Reboot. I mean, the, the original was the 70s. Clearly, it was a Star Wars knockoff kind of whatever. No, but the the, the, the reboot. Um, I would say... That looks like projected Daleks. Some fandom, some things that I would like to change and that I would like to have kept them going... Um, Defiance. I wish it hadn't been canceled. Mm-hmm. Dark Matter. I wish it hadn't been canceled. Um, Killjoys. I wish it hadn't been canceled. Never All got three into of that one. I that one was that of the three. That was my least favorite. That was my least favorite of the three. But sci-fi I, has a good thing going on with shows they've done. You know, they've made but, good shows. They uh, they uh, they just never last longer than three seasons. They give them three seasons. That's that's pretty much it. Um, Defiance was fantastic show. Dark Matter was intriguing. There were so many different directions they could have gone with it, and then they just canceled them both. You know, that made me angry. Um, I can think of two shows that um um that went past the um the three season mark for um on Sci Fi, and that is the show Lost Girl, mm-hmm. and then the show Being Human. Those yeah. are the only two I um I can think of. Being Human lasted, I think, four. I being human, I believe, lasted, I believe, five seasons, and Lost World lasted for four. Or no, switch those, switch those. Right. So, uh, so, and and actually, recently, CW purchased the rights to Lost Girl, so maybe they'll reboot it and and give it an actual good ending. Besides, besides the way they left it hanging at the end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people would say would 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 talk about being just as angry that Firefly was only was canceled after only one season. Um, I thought it was a great show. My my issue was that it was only one season. So as cool as it was, you didn't really fully know exactly where the show was going to go. Whereas like Dark Matter and Defiance had three seasons, so you were fully invested in those characters and the storylines, and then boom, gone. So, anyway, um, I I just thought of something. What do you think about? Um, Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah. Um, I would have expanded their, um, um, I would have expanded the reboot of it to even to more modern, cheap sci-fi movies. Because there are some that we have seen that are horrible that would have made for amazing commentary. Like all the Sharknado movies. Right, right, um, right, right. Sharktopus. Yeah. Um. Death of Death of the Twin Headed Shark. 
Yeah. Shark um um piranha piranha conda. Um, right. Lake Placid with freaking with freaking Betty White cussing out a cop. That would have been the best. Oh man. So I I don't really have any more answer to this thing. Um, I don't know if you do. Betty Betty White, you were a treasure. Rest in peace, girl. So I don't know if if uh, if you had any more answers to the geek question. I think we kind of talked. Not it. really. I think we talked it we, to death, kind of. Um, and um, it was and, a good question. And then even did and then even did an offshoot of it. Yeah, I thought it was a good question. I just didn't have any specific answers really. So um, let's jump in. Let's talk about this movie that we saw. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I watched a little bit more of just kind of refresh myself of it. So you ready? To, you ready to talk about the next movie? Next installment yep. of. Roll for credits. Oh, my ass. So, so we're talking about The Paper Tigers. It's a movie from 2020, and it says, the little tagline about it says, Three kung fu prodigies have grown into washed-up, middle-aged men, now one kick away from pulling their hamstrings. But when their master is murdered, they must juggle their dead-end jobs, dad duties, and old grudges to avenge his death. It is quite literally combining Karate Kid and Grown Ups. That's exactly what it is. It is exactly what it is. It is Kevin James. And they did it okay. They, um, they, well, um, I enjoyed the movie, but uh, but not but not to the degree where I would watch it again for fun. Yeah, no, so so uh, that's where we disagree. Um, yes, it is exactly grown ups meets Karate Kid. So the story the story is there's these there's this man who was a sh- he was a cook in a restaurant, but he was a gung fu master, and he took on three boys to be his students, and they were called the the what what was their um Jim. Um, Jim, Daniel, and I forget the glasses wearing guy's name. Do you? Yeah, remember? I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not talking about their characters. I don't. I, I can look it up really quick. The three tigers. Yeah, the three tigers. That's, so that, that's yeah, what that's they were. Um, and he trained them from kids on up, and they were really good. Uh, one in particular, Danny, who was Dice Hung or so Dice or whatever. He was like the leader of Dice Hung. Yeah, that 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 right there. Yeah, that word right there. And um, that was that was his his gung fu name. So they were growing up. They were teenagers, and he and and Jim was it Jim? Yeah. Okay. They were the, like the best two, and they got selected to go to Japan for like a professional fighting kind of thing. All three and of them did. Did them. It was a team thing. Oh, I thought it was just those two because I didn't because no. I thought I thought I thought the other one stayed home and 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 learned the the medicine and stuff. I didn't think he went to Japan. Um, um, he um um he he, he started learning from from Shifu after that whole ordeal in Japan when they came back and they all kind of went their separate ways. Sifu, not Jin, Shifu. Um, um Sifu, not si- Shifu. Yes, yeah, not Shifu. It's Sifu. Shifu is oh. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. He's, Sorry. He's a, little, he's a little raccoon or whatever he is. Not Shifu. Red Sifu. Panda. He's a red <laughs> yeah, panda. That that thing. Fun fact. Fun <laughs> okay. Fact. Fun fact. The red panda. Um, the red panda is the only one in its taxonomy. There is quite literally no other current existing animal um cataloged and um and and organized as being the same member of the family of this red panda. Yeah. Speaking of red panda, um did you see the do you, do you see the movie on Disney uh, Turning Red? Yeah, I told you about it. Okay, I couldn't remember if you told me about I it. I liked it. I, th- I, th- I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good movie. So, uh, so back to this one. I, back to, back to the Paper I Tigers. I oddly liked the soundtrack, even though I'm not a fan of boy bands. Yeah, that weird. No, yeah, right. I, so moving on from that. Um, so in the, back to Paper Tigers. So they go to Japan, but then Danny kind of stands them up and and leaves and doesn't fight. And then they kind of fall apart. Their their friendship falls apart. They don't see each other for years. Flat, you know. Fast forward to present day. They're all middle aged. You know, Danny is divorced. Danny's a divorced insurance salesman with a kid. Um, uh, Jim just trying is to, just trying to keep his family together, but not really doing a good job of it. Uh, there's a lot of the whole lion and uh, yeah, I'm going to take care of him and all this kind of stuff, but not right. So Pri- prioritizing job over family. Yeah. 
And so there was all that stuff. But um, what am I looking at here? Oh, so so there was that. There was the other guy who had a bad knee because he got injured and he basically got workers' comp, so he didn't work. He just got free money from from his business that he worked for because of an injury. And then uh, uh, and then Jim was a teacher at like a uh, MMA gym or something. Yeah. And their um their sifu got murdered, got killed. And so then the whole movie well, is then well, at the time we just heard he died of, of a heart attack, which 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 at the time they thought was believable because because their sifu smoked like a chimney. Um and he ate and he ate Chinese food all covered in oil and everything. So it kind of made sense, um, but it was later through, through, uh, oh my gosh, through yes. through this dude Carter, who was an absolute tool. Okay, so here's another. Okay, here's another reason why this is this is absolutely um, grown ups meets karate kid because that guy was the guy with the goofy eye in grown ups. That eventually transitioned and became a woman. You remember him? He had the like the weird goofy eye. So this guy had yeah, a list. This guy had a he, list. He's actually been been in a lot of. I know. I know. Adam Sandler's movies. Right. So so anyway. So um. So yeah. No, this guy had, had a Carter, list. He um yeah. he um he was this white guy. This white guy from from a freaking gated community all his life. Um. He was also a gung fu student. Um. Of of an associate uh, um, of the Three Tigers, Shifu. No, Chifu. Okay. Sifu. Think seafood without the d. Sifu. Okay. Of their Sifu, who, who actually went went legit and made his own school. Um, 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 the, um, the Tiger Sifu didn't and trained them kind of just freelance. Right, right, right. But Carter... Um, this redheaded white dude is spouting out freaking Cantonese, um, spouting out freaking fortune cookie crap. And he's just, he's trying, um, he even at one time gesture to him and then his Sifu saying that our people, yeah. I'm like, okay, dude, but you are not, you are not a, you are not a, a reverse banana, okay? And and, Dan, and Danny Danny called him on it because literally everything uh, Carter said was a fortune cookie. It was literally a saying from a fortune cookie. <laughs> it was You're, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, do you not know what I mean by by by, by reverse banana? I don't know. I don't want to go there. If, if it's something okay. racist or weird, no, I'm just I just glossed that over. So. <laughs> Anyway, something that was said on Family Guy. So, no, so wait, the so the guy. so the movie is basically these guys getting back together, healing their old wounds and and this kind of stuff, and trying to figure out who killed their master. Mm-hmm. Which which through all kinds of investigations, they find they find out it was one of their Sifu's other students who he took after the three tigers kind of disbanded. He yeah. wanted to try and bring back some of some of the stuff he could teach. Right. And yeah, so this, just so this this guy got got a lot. He learned how to kill people with Chinese medicine, with basically just touching parts on their back. Yeah, right, and, right. It was something right. called poison fingers. Yeah. So and that that's where one of the places I had a big problem with this movie. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um but so they kind of had to rediscover their old skills. Danny had to kind of rediscover his center. His like meditative center that allowed him to be so good at what he did, um, and through the process of all that, they, you know, figured out who killed their master. They confronted him and had that whole battle and won, um, and and it made him a better father and yada 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 all that kind of stuff. So it ended up with a happy ending. I'm assuming, although you did, I don't think you really did. You see it at the end of the movie? I don't remember. Did they end up starting their own school at the end? Um, um, let's see. I, I know, I know that Jim teaches Gung Fu to kids at, at the community center. A, I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I think Danny may have I, started a school. 
I don't think Danny started a school. Um, I th um, I think I think maybe at most he was some kind of like guest instructor at at Carter's school. No, he was teaching his own son kung fu out of his own garage. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So he was kind of recreating what freelance what, style. Yeah, he was doing the whole thing. So, and uh, so, you know. And it, it was then the other it was glasses a, guy came up practicing practicing classic Chinese medicine, right? And was helping the community. So they all became friends again. They started helping their community using their skills and stuff. Kind of a happy ending. It was everything kind of tied together. The bad guy got the bad stuff, and you know, got, you know, got what was coming to him, and they avenged their master's death. And um, it it just wasn't a good movie to me. Um, I know you said you enjoyed it, so tell me what it was you enjoyed about it. We'll start there, and then I'll talk about the things, the problems I had. I with it. honestly felt like this movie was realistic in a way. Like I like um like um I've had friends who um who um who who were who were Cantonese and Mandarin, and and they actually do have all these rules about honor and and how to live their lives and and, and make sure they respect everybody. And what happens in the movie, it makes sense. I could see all this actually happening in real life. Now, not, now, granted, not not the whole being able to kill someone, but by just by just tapping certain nerves on the back to cause a heart attack. But um, but the whole aspect of someone coming in, causing a lot of trouble, um, and, and dishonoring someone they care about, and so they have to challenge them to get them out that i can see actually happening right okay what else did you like about it um i liked the redemption arcs we got you know yeah i i, I liked how slowly but surely they actually did all bond back together and become friends again i liked that yeah i mean it, it was pretty predictable you know it, it so was, predictable, the was yes. i mean every pretty much every and well to be honest I liked the fight scenes. They um they um they they did a good job um um not not having excuse me they did a good job not having so many camera cuts you know like they do in most action movies you know yeah you know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I mean it's it's not Keanu Reeves level but it's better than most right right so um. The, the the things that I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> uh, one is I felt like nothing happened for the first hour almost. It just like you went from scene to scene and you just didn't feel like anything was really happening. And so I just felt like I was just kind of sitting there waiting for something to happen for the first half, first half of the movie. Um, I did like the fact that they clearly were middle-aged men that were out of shape. You know, that they yeah. portrayed that really well. That it wasn't like... Oh, we haven't done this in thirty years, but all of a sudden, we can do all our stuff again. You know, full on Jackie Channing it. I, 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 I did like that. That was kind of realistic. Um, I, the movie bet, to me, bet the you related to, to I bet you related to the guy with the bad knee, huh? Yeah, to me, yeah, really, I'm sure. <laughs> to me, the movie couldn't decide if it wanted to be a comedy or something more serious. I'm like, okay, which way? Sometimes it feels like you're trying to go the comedy route. Sometimes it feels like you're trying to go the more serious, like redemptive story kind of route. Pick one, you know. I mean, it's like okay, grown up, grown ups had a look. Look, grown ups had a little bit of a redemptive story to it, but it was clearly a comedy, right? Yeah. Karate Kid. I, I gotta watch that again. Karate Kid had a couple of funny moments, but it was clearly a redemptive story, mm -hmm. right? This one, it felt like it couldn't decide which one it wanted to be. Do I want to be grown ups yeah. funny with a with a redemptive story? Or do I want to be Karate Kid redemptive story with a couple of funny scenes? It couldn't decide, and so it just felt like a mishmash. Pick one and go with it. Just just commit to something. I didn't feel like it could really could commit to what it wanted to do. So there was that. Um, you know, the other thing that I really really didn't like was the villain. Not so much who it was, but how it just came out of the blue and didn't really fit with the rest of the storyline because they kept saying over and over and over that he said he was never going to take any other students. It was only going to be those three. He was never going to take students again. And then all of a sudden you find out, oh, he did take a new student. Oh, and he gave him more information than he gave Danny. 
oh, and all of a sudden, we find out that he exists, and he killed the master. It just, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we're an hour and a half into the movie. We haven't really resolved anything yet. Ooh, ooh, we, I guess we better decide on, on who the villain's going to be and get that done. And it just seemed like it just kind of came out of the blue really fast. Did and kind of didn't really fit the storyline. Um, so I just you know because there was no introduction to that guy. It's like, oh, there's a new student. Oh, he's the bad guy all at the same time, as opposed to kind of revealing him, revealing that storyline. Oh, that he did take another student, and then slowly revealing that he was the bad guy. So I thought plot wise that was a very poor way of developing the story, um, and. Some of the some of the fight scenes were okay, but some of them were like the like the 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 major fight scene between Danny and the bad guy. Danny just did but did a bunch of running around stuff on a roof, avoiding the guy. I do agree. Uh, the last fight scene was not that good. It was extremely anticlimactic. It's like okay, if you're gonna build up to them slowly re- regaining their abilities and their all this kind of stuff, then that should culminate in Danny. All of a sudden, it hits and and and. The light comes on, you know. That's the way it should have been, but it was so anticlimactic. He kind of won by basically running around and avoiding the guy until he got the one good hit, really, you know. Yeah. And so that was not rewarding to me at all. Um. So it was a movie that was just there. It's like I just spent two hours watching this movie. I just felt like I was in kind of suspended animation for two hours. Yeah. Until closing credits. So, you know, I have a friend, Brandon, who said he had seen it, and he said he actually liked the movie. But then when I started talking about somebody, he said, maybe I need to go rewatch it because he hadn't seen it in a while. So I don't know. I don't know what it is that he liked about it. <clears throat> and I don't know of anybody else that's seen the movie. So, um, I, I don't have anything else to say about it except what I have. It, it was cutish. Um, it had a decent redemptive arc towards the end. But plot-wise, it was it was too herky-jerky, slowing, and then all of a it's like, okay, we're going super slow. Boom, here's the plot development. Boom, here's the end. Um, it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a comedy or a redemptive story. Um, and uh, I get that. Yeah, so it was... You take two really great movies and mash them together, and you make a worse movie. Yeah. That's what happened. You know? That's kind of what they did did with Alien versus Predator. <laughs> you know, it's like you expect you know, two plus two equals four, and in this in this this movie it was two plus two equals minus three. To me, you know. Okay, it wasn't that bad. Okay, it was, two. It was like two plus two equals, equals zero. zero. Okay, two plus yeah. So that it shouldn't be that way. If you're taking two great concepts and and mashing them together, it should be decent. I'm not saying it's going to be better than the other two. But it should at least be decent, and these were not. So anyway, um, I don't have anything else to say about the movie. Anything else you want to mention about it before we kind of pick our next movie and move on and say goodbye? No, I'm good. Okay, so we're done with I'm that. Really that was tired. that was um, Paper, Tigers Paper Tigers from 2020. So we didn't even say who they. I didn't recognize any of the actors. So yeah, I mean, I don't. All, I mean, um, I could, all, all Asian people. Well, except for Carter. <laughs> and and Jim, I guess. Well, true. So, um. Unless, so anyway, all right. Not, so unless, let's. Unless he's only black Asian in existence. So let's let's roll and see what we're gonna watch next time. All right. No, wait, that's racist. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no I'm just kind of letting it go. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna. I'm tired. On. I don't know what I'm saying. I've okay. Got no filter right so, now. So we're gonna roll, and 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 so we watch. We pick a movie at random on one of the streaming services, and. First, we pick the streaming service, then we pick the genre, and then we roll for the movie. So we get pick a movie at random, and we kind of go from there. So, you know, we've kind of broken down categories, you know, based on score. So I'm going to roll 20-sided dice first to see what score, what uh, service we're using. I rolled a 16, and that is um, HBO Max. I haven't seen an HBO Max movie in a while. No. All right, I'm going to roll a 10-sided dice to see what genre we got. And we rolled a 6, which is horror. So we're going to watch a horror movie on, on that. And then um, we'll roll 
100-sided die and see what we got there. All right, and I rolled a 36. So I'm going over to HBO Max, and I'm going to find the 36th, the 36th horror movie in HBO Max, and that's what we're going to watch. I'm so, not looking forward to this. So y'all hang tight, and I will be right back. Oh, dude, we're going to enjoy this one. Uh, what do you mean? No, no, in, in a good way, in a good way. Because I don't know that it's really a horror movie. Uh, okay. Uh, a, a 1983 Stephen King, Stephen King adaptation. Stephen King movies are always terrifying. Have you seen it? The Dead Zone. Not the series with Anthony Michael Hall that your mom and I watched for a while back in the day. But the original you were movie, with back in the, day. the original movie, The Dead Zone, with Christopher Walken as the main character. Oh, oh, you'll be Christopher Walken. That's yes. Nice. So, a man awakens from a coma to discover he has psychic ability. Okay. So, um, Johnny Smith wakes from a coma due to a car accident, only to find he has lost five years of his life and yet gained psychic powers. For seeing the future appears to be a gift at first, but ends up causing problems. So most people is probably aware of this movie. Um, I have never seen this one. It's one of those movies where, hey, I need to see that. Ooh, I need to see that. Ooh, I need to... And have never gotten around to watching this movie. Um, so I'm, I was that way with Demolition Man. And, and, and uh, reviews, it looks like it's got really good reviews. I mean, like, I mean, from Roger Ebert, from Chicago Sun Times, who is not the most forgiving reviewer there is, gave it a score of 88. I'm looking at it on IMDb over here. It's 88 out of 100, so it's got good reviews. Um, and some people, somebody in here said something about um, it's probably the best Stephen King adaptation. Now, that was when the review was originally written back then. There's probably better ones since then, but still. So I don't think a we're looking, I don't think we're going to be looking at one of those bad horror movies that's so bad it's good. I think it's actually going to be a pretty good one, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. So we're going to see The Dead Zone, Steve, uh, based on Stephen King's book dead, dead, ba from dead, 1983, dead. starring Christopher Walken. Who doesn't love Christopher Walken, right? So For some reason now, now um, 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 the old cartoon Chalk Zone theme song is running in my head. <laughs> okay, whatever. So, <coughs> excuse me. Got the so that's our show, guys. It's a little bit shorter than usual because we didn't get distracted chatting with folks, in, you know, in the stream. Um, well, and frankly, we never do anyway. Well, the last nobody few, ever comes in. The last few weeks, we've had some folks to chat with. We've had some folks coming in. It's slowly, it's slowly growing on people. Uh, slowly <laughs> after four years, you know, like least. black mold. It's kind of slowly growing. So anyway, um, so we're going to hopefully I'm going to get my audio stuff fixed before next Monday and then we'll be back to the live stream on Twitch at seven o'clock on Mondays. Um, also, uh, we typically do a game stream together, you know, getting a game off Game Pass that we can play co-op together on Saturday mornings at eight or eight thirty and do that for an hour and a half or so. Um, and so be looking for that on Twitch TV slash Gene Pool Variety Hour. Uh and uh, we'll do that Saturday morning, and then we'll be back on Monday night for the podcast. Um, if you are nice to us and you like us and you just want to kind of be nice to us, feel free to leave us a review anywhere. You can go to podchaser.com. You can go to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know, those kind of places where you can Literally leave a review. and anywhere do that. you can find a podcast, you'll find us. That's true. You can find us on any of the podcatchers, but only only some of those can you actually leave reviews. And I think, so Podchaser is like a, a place where you can like go learn about pod, podcasts and we're on there. So if you want to go to Podchaser and leave us a review, that'd be great. Um, and yeah. So if you want to, that's our show. If you want to catch us on, if you want to catch us on any of the uh, social media, I'm on Twitter at Head Gamer. I'm on uh, uh, Instagram at Head Gamer. Uh, the, the the podcast is Gene Pool Variety Hour on um, Instagram and, and Gene, TikTok and TikTok, uh, which we're just starting to use. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of Gene Pool Variety Hour TikToks uh, next weekend when we go to DragonCon. So be looking forward to that. 
And, oh, man, I'm so looking forward to seeing all my podcast buddies down there. Um, so we're going to be doing that next weekend. Looking forward to having some fun with some old nerd friends of ours. So that's it. Thanks for thanks for listening. Sorry there's nothing to watch, that there's no podcast to watch this week. Hopefully we'll have those, those technical issues fixed and, and be back uh, so you can look at our ugly mugs next week. So yep. that's all we got for tonight. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. And always remember, stay nerdy, my friends. It's over. Go home.